0: That was loud. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Well, as we get started with a message, and uh, I'm, I'm really glad, Bev, that you caught that on the back of this. I, I really, for holidays, I like to pull out these very fancy bulletins that we've gotten over the years, and we just don't use all that often, because uh, they're more seasonal anyway. Um, but I'm glad that that meant something very to, uh, to you, and that you shared that with the rest of us, that little blurb on the back of the bulletin. So if you didn't uh, see that, please do take a moment but I feel like it fits really well. Because I want to talk to you a little bit about these few things. Good health, family, maybe a working car, food on your table, a warm home. These are things that we may take for granted throughout the year. But when they are in danger or being removed some of being removed somehow, we truly begin to understand and appreciate what we are missing or we're missing. In today's message, with the help of Psalms, we can gain some understanding and some insight into the thankfulness that is in light of our present situation and in spite of our present situation. I will take a couple of drinks every once in a while, so pardon me on that one. You've got our our, uh, our first verse right there in the bulletin, Psalm 106, uh, 1. it says this, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, his love endures forever. Now you would think that this is our key passage, especially since I started the sermon with it, right? Right book, wrong chapter. (laughs) Nothing wrong with this psalm. It just starts um, like we would start any beginning of the service, every message, with thanks to God. But the rest of it, of this particular psalm, is the recounting of the story of Israel, which we've heard a lot throughout the Bible, uh, their following of God and their following of false gods. Their walking through the Red Sea on dry ground and their constant disobedience, hearts that walk away from the life that God called them. That's the makeup of that particular chapter. And yet it all started with, thanks be to the Lord for he is good. (laughs) Well, for our key passage on thankfulness, I actually want to look at Psalm 69, this is a Psalm of David, and he goes on quite the roller coaster. I don't know if you've ever gone to an amusement park, been on a roller coaster before. They usually go up and down in every which way. And I feel like this is one, one really big, there's only like one good climax, and it's like building, 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 building. But mostly it's just down, 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 down at the very beginning of the, of the ride. And uh, I want to actually start with verse 3 here. And uh, most of these verses are actually from the uh, English Standard Version. It says, I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. I can relate to that today. He says, My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. When he jumps down to verse 18, he cries out to the Lord. He says, Draw near to my soul, redeem me, ransom me because of my enemies. So it's like this this constant plummet, emotionally plummeting down and down at the very beginning of the scripture, and the whole chapter begins to take a turn toward encouragement. If we're on this roller coaster analogy, it's that it's that bottom of the hill where you build up all this momentum, and once you hit the end of the hill, and the the roller tra- roller coaster track goes up, you got all that momentum building you to go up, but it all starts at verse twenty nine says. I am afflicted and in pain. More of this down, down, down. Let your salvation, O God, set me on high. I will praise the name of of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. That was verses 29 and 30. The remainder of this chapter flows out of this praise and thankfulness right here at this verse. All this praise and thankfulness to God for who he is. And what he will do and what he has done. All three of those things is what he will do, what he has done. Verses 34 through 36, just to give you an idea, says, Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moves in them. For God will save Zion and build up the cities of Judah. And people shall dwell there and possess it. The offspring of his servants shall inherit it inherit inherit it, and those who love his name shall dwell in it. David, recognizing the gravity of the reality around him, cried out to God. He's on that downward slope. He's still crying out to God, but he's down. He recognized his current situation. And in this case, it was quite dire. Ultimately, in spite of his circumstances, He gave thanks to God and praise to God. This is where some of today's application is going to come in. Um, In spite of your situation, in spite of my situation, we can reflect and give thanks to God today. Let me elaborate. Let's talk about being thankful in spite of our current situation. Um, This is thankfulness that looks at things like sickness and, you know, If you can't get sick and come up with a sermon analogy off of it uh, by Sunday, then I don't know what you're doing. You're really wasting your time here. So I figured, why not? I was sick this last week. I'm still working on getting over it. But you look back in appreciation. When you're sick, you look back on appreciation when you were healthy. Oh, man. Remember those days where I was frolicking along? I was feeling all good. No. Yeah. Children are burning that image out of their brain of me frolicking. Um, and, uh, and then looking ahead, you're trusting God to heal. You're looking forward in thankfulness to that restored health. You're giving God praise now for something he's going to do later, and you're trusting in faith the whole time. And it was certainly part of my motivation for sharing this today, as I reflected on this this week. Oh, man, I feel terrible, uh, but man, I'm really... Thankful for when I don't feel terrible, and I know God's going to get me through it. I get better appreciate those days when I feel well. There's also, I also had this thing I want to call thankful hope, thankful hope, which is not just wishful optimism. I want to separate those two because wishful optimism anybody else can have. Oh well, oh something something's good. It's going to happen, you know. Rub my lucky pennies or whatever, but. When you're thankful, it has to be to someone and you're hopeful that they're going to follow through. So it's this belief, but it's not yet, okay? And so I thank God in advance for what he would do. Similar to health, another thing that can get us down is our sad personal finance, right? So these are the two, just two particular items here, uh, sickness and finances. It begins... To, become, uh, to be thankful for what they used to have when, you're, when, you're, when you've got nothing or you're in financial debt and you think of when you weren't. <laughs> Maybe when you're an adult and you're thinking of all the things that you have to work for and you think about being back when you were a kid and didn't have a whole lot and you're wondering why kids want to grow up so that they can have bills. <laughs> They're silly, okay? Um, but I don't know about you, but um, my own personal student loan debt just felt crushingly large. It was a bit hard to comprehend at the time. Uh, we actually made our best traction though when we moved here and we found a company that helped us consolidate it. Uh, it's, it's amazing to have the freedom to say that you don't owe money to anyone or anything. I know this church can say that. That's amazing. That owns the property outright and those types of things. And we were able to say, you know what, all my student loan debt from the beginning of our marriage, all of that debt gone. Might not have much, but we absolutely don't owe another company something. And that is a good feeling. And so we say thank you to God for getting us through that and making it possible. We're thankful for what we've learned along the way, not getting back into it. And uh, the amazing freedom to say that we don't owe money to anyone else. And again, those are just two examples, just two examples of difficult present situations in the here and now that in spite, as you reflect backwards and focus and and then look forward in thankfulness to God, in spite of your current situations, you're still thankful both directions. Now, I'm sure you could come up with one that fits your own situation right now that's not health or um, money. But my hope is that you will seek him in thankful hope, looking forward to where God will take you next. But what if your situation right now is actually not all that bad? I mean, what if you just want to be thankful for the good stuff that's happening in your life right now? Nothing wrong with that. In Psalm 30, David begins to give God praise, recalling what God has done for him. He does so from the present, okay, from the present tense, enjoying the blessing of what he describes God has done for him. So you catch that. there's that time stuff. I'm just going to let verses one through three says this. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. And again, that's not all of David's psalm, of course. Feel free to do some home, light homework this afternoon and read all of Psalm 30 yourself. But nonetheless, in light of his current blessing, David gave God praise. He gave him thanks. He was thankful in the midst of his blessing. And for us, I have a few examples of what that looks like when we are, in light of our current situation, thankful. Uh, One very obvious thing is the saying of grace, right? You may have a tradition that goes around. You gather around a big table full of food and family. Somebody says some words. Now, depending on if you're a religious person or not, um, may determine whether you get to be the one to say these words But we refer to it as saying grace, the blessing, or praying before we eat. But the whole point is to go, God, you provided all of this. It's to acknowledge the one who brought everything together. It's not to sprinkle some magic dust over it so that our digestive system works well. Okay? That's ridiculous. It's actually a time to stop and reflect of the current blessing. In light of our current blessing that we see her at this table and around the outside of the table of the people, God, thank you. And that's why we do this. And so again, if you're a regular church-going person, as I know you may be, and, or a minister, you usually get tapped by your family to say the prayer, the blessing, or the saying grace. Now, other things that happen. Exciting life events that we stop and we say, in, in light of our current situation, thank you, God. Answers to prayer. Um, And a lot of the things that I'm about to say fall in this same group. Increase in finances, maybe a a pay raise or a new job. New family member, however that happened. New relationship, new project at work. You know, getting to do something that you're really passionate about. Uh, Lost things like remote controls or your dog came back or something like that. And maybe, maybe if you just maybe have the right in the moment thankfulness, you stop and you think about the things that you have that are usually taken for granted, like your family, your health, your working car, your, your current job and paycheck, your home, your food. And around this time is when we start to think about those particular things with a fresh sense of thankfulness because we consider the people who don't have those things the poor, the lonely, the sick, the unemployed, the homeless, and the hungry. We think of those types of people if we don't know of anything pers- anyone personally. And it is with that thought that we approach God in thankfulness for what we usually take for granted throughout the year. Do you think it's possible? One last thing as we bring to a close this In spite and in light, thankfulness. Is it possible to be thankful in all circumstances? Are we thankful when a brother or sister goes on to heaven ahead of us? We're thankful for their life they lived. We're thankful that they're no longer in pain. Are we thankful that someone's sick? That doesn't sound like a good idea. But in the midst of sickness, can we be thankful? That's really what we're talking about here. And so Paul says to the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, he's signing off, right? And he finishes with this. Paul believed it was possible. And he commanded the Thessalonians these these things. Rejoice always. Really? Even on Mondays? (laughs) Even when my throat hurts? Yes, rejoice always. Pray continually. Oh, you don't mean just like five minutes before the beginning? Of, no, continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You ever want somebody to tell you what God's will is for you? Paul just like hands it on a silver platter right there. Can we? Paul thought so. Thanksgiving holiday is set aside for thankfulness. It is the same in every country that celebrates this so-named holiday, no matter the genesis of that Thanksgiving day, like a month ago. Canadians had their own little Thanksgiving um, for different reasons, but the point of the name of the holiday is really what's, being, what's taking place. Thanks is being given, simply put. But you and I know who's the one who's supposed to be receiving said thanks? It's not you, it's not me, it is the Lord for all that he has given to us. For us today, we may not need an annual holiday to dust off our gratitude towards God. May we be encouraged, however, by the word of the Lord that tells us to give thanks in all circumstances for this is the Lord's will. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for encouragement, especially during these, hot, these like colder seasons, honestly, where there's a physical toll that takes on us. It takes an emotional toll. And we get down. And we need your word to encourage us. So do that today. And the encouraging word that you have for us today is be thankful My child, (laughs) look at all that I've done for you and all that I continue to do and will do. Give thanks in all circumstances. And so we will, Lord, and we do, and we have. Thank you. In your name we pray, amen.